Financial literacy is key when it comes to building wealth and retiring comfortably. However, just because a person successfully reaches their retirement years with a solid nest egg doesn't mean the learning is over. On today's show, the importance of financial education even after retirement. Stick around. And now, cover your assets with Logan Marcus. Continued financial education. That's what we're talking about today with Logan Marcus. Logan Marcus, managing partner at Alpha Omega Wealth, inviting you to visit our website. It's alphaowealth.com. Logan is uh, investment advisor representative as well, an attorney and a double fiduciary. Speaking of double, it's two on the show. Don Spini is president and chief investment officer with Sun Valley Wealth, also located in the Valley. And well, Logan, you help people in. Uh, the Phoenix Metro and also in Tucson and and you offer so much great education and information on this show and you know we never stop learning I love learning something new every day and we should continue to learn in retirement so that is actually what we're covering here today so let's start with some things we need to stay up on like our spending to be aware of it to make wise decisions You know, this is something we cover almost every week, and I think it's just a misnomer that people assume they're going to be spending less in retirement. I think where that idea comes from is, okay, I'm not working. I'm not driving to work every day. I'll probably have less expenses. But what we often say here is that might not be correct because when you're retired, every day is a weekend and every day is a vacation. And we tend to spend more money on the weekends and certainly on vacations. So being aware of the fact that you might be spending more in retirement and what that looks like. How are you going to allocate the funds that you have? And or do we need to start allocating funds prior to retirement to account for an increase in spending? And also thinking about the things that you won't be spending on anymore. We talk about this often. As I just said, you probably spend less money on gas. If you don't have a commute, you might not have You might not have professional organization dues, things like that, continuing education. So there's a give and take. The most important thing when being aware of spending is to have a real conversation with yourself about what your spending is going to look like. And that's going to vary from person to person. And that's going to depend on what your retirement looks like. Are you fully retiring? Are you partially retiring? And those are things that we work through with our clients daily. Well, here's something you can do even before you meet with Logan and the team, and that is to just visit the website, ssa.gov. You can get an idea of what you're looking at with Social Security. That's not the decisions you need to make. though. Logan and uh, the team will help you with that because they're going to help you maximize Social Security. What is involved in that process? Well, the first thing, like you said, Dave, is going to ssa.gov and signing up for an account. Now, I Everybody listening of varying ages, you do not have to be 60 or 65 in the retirement red zone to sign up on SSA.gov. I am in my 40s and I have already created an account. And what it allows you to see is your projected social security amounts at different ages. What we love about that is that it helps, it takes all the guesswork out of it, right? Now we know these numbers are projected because we don't know what's going to happen with social security, but like anything else, we're only going off of the information we have today, and that's how we operate. So what we tell people to do is go to ssa.gov. They have a really great calculation tool where you can put in different ages. We find 62, 65, 67, and and 70, excuse me, to be the most pertinent numbers. And that's where we're going to start. And once we have those numbers, we're able to then look at the different variations and what it might benefit at different times for you to wait versus taking it. And how do we do that, Don? Well, we do income plans. And, and Dave, you notice how she slips in that she's in her early 40s while you <laughs> and I are sitting over here, you know, in our I actually didn't chair. say early uh, for you. I said 40s. You did, yeah. did yeah. actually early. say yeah, 40s. Had, but yeah. I think it's a little bit of a punch to our gut, Dave. I don't know. Anyway, um, what Logan's team and our team does is we illustrate out income models. So we include Social Security plus income from other sources, whether you have bonds or your stock market accounts and you're trying to create cash and income through dividends or an index strategy or an annuity. We look at all the income sources, pensions, and then we graph it out. So we show different scenarios when you start Social Security. And the reason we do that, Dave, we put it on the big screen in our offices. The reason we do that is people can see 
um, what their income projections will look like up into age 100 in many, most cases. Why that's important is because uh, it's not always prudent to wait for Social Security. It's not always prudent to take it early either. So by adding all the income sources with projected conservative growth models added into it, a client can look on the big screen and see what their income outlook looks like. And we're looking for benchmarks, Dave. So when we let's just say somebody is trying to make a, a $10,000 a month, we show them different models and how quickly with these models they can hit $10,000 a month. We drop an arrow on it. And then we show another screen and say, but if you take Social Security now, you'll hit $10,000 in three years sooner. So it gives them an idea and helps them make a conscious decision as to when to take it. Because once you take it, you're pretty much stuck with it. You have you, There are a couple little oopsies yeah, you can do. one little oopsie, but it's really a pain in the butt and you don't want to have yeah. to do it. But it is available to you within the first 12 months of taking it, yada, yada, yada. But we, we really don't want to ever have to do things with the intention to undo it. But if you come to us and you've already started taking Social Security, with you're within that first year, there may be some other parameters we need to talk about. But you, there is the option to to have that oopsie. But again, let's try to prepare so we don't have to think about that. We have some more on retirement continued education, and that is part of that process. It's not a one and done in a planning process with Logan and the team. I mean, of course, you need to meet, review. There are changes in your life, the economy, out of Washington even, uh, that would require some tweaks. Here is how you can get the process started. 800-874-8380. 800-874-8380 to schedule. Well, we all need to know inflation. I mean, we've got a wake-up call on it, but to know inflation impact on us in our retirement when we retire? Well, here's the thing. As of March, inflation was up 8.5% over last year. That's substantial. Remember, we talked about this on uh, the show last week, I believe, too. What people need to understand, even though inflation, the Fed's now targeting a 2% inflation rate, which is what they're trying to get to. Is that realistic? We're not sure. But inflation, when you're looking at year over year, and you look at, well, let's go back to October, which just finished, and we look at that inflation was up 3% or was down to 3% from the year before. That doesn't mean prices have dropped. It means that the rate of growth has slowed, but you're still paying 3% more for the, for overall the entire look at goods and services. And we also talk about this, Dave, that the things, the, the real rate of inflation that you and I use, uh, those prices have gone up way more than 3 or 8 or 12%. So gas, look at the gas you're paying right now here in the Valley and in the state of Arizona. Look at food and eggs. Those have gone up 100, 200 plus percent. So the real rate of inflation is the stuff that affects you and me and our spending. And that's still substantially high. So don't let's not all cheer, you know, the the administration <laughs> because inflation went from 8% to 5% or 4%. It did not mean it went down. It means it just didn't grow as much. And it pretty much has nothing to do with the economic policies of this government right now. Well, yeah, I mean, we all have our own personal inflation as well. Speaking of inflation, health care and the cost of that, uh, even with Medicare, what, what do you make people aware of? Well, so, man, this is a big one here. It is not just the health care cost because you know, Medicare is very good. So my dad has it. Um, uh, you know, it, it, it's a very good program. My dad has the VA. We never get a bill for a hospital or doctor's visits and things like that. A little bit for prescription drugs. That's not the problem. The supplements are, for the most part, very affordable. What the plan for health care costs is the stuff that is not covered by Medicare. And people are shocked. And, and we say this a lot. Getting old is not covered by Medicare. What do I mean? You not being able to get out of bed or get dressed or make food. There's nobody coming to your house that's going to be paid for by the government to help you. The last few years of your life are probably going to be very expensive. Again, not covered by Medicare because you're going to want somebody to come in and, and you hope your parents don't have to have the, don't have to go to a home or a nursing facility. I, I'm glad that my dad can stay in my house and we can take care of him, but it's still very expensive. So the plan for healthcare is to have an account set aside if you need it that can cover those in-home or those uncovered expenses without you draining or spending down your nest egg or your inheritance for your kids. The number one reason why old folks go broke is is medical spend down, even though they had Medicare. So we have plans. Logan's team has plans to help cover those costs. But you, you have to think about that well in advance. And again, you can't buy a homeowner's insurance on a smoking house. Those things have to be taken care of well in advance. So now's the time to do it. Uh, hello, insurance company. <laughs> I've got a problem. 
Sorry, can't help you. Uh, I got flames coming out the window. Can I get some insurance real quick? Right. Now, this is something that you stay up on, all of you, Logan, you, Don, uh, Bert, the whole team. Uh, and that's what comes out of Washington uh, legislation. It can change, and we've seen it change the retirement universe. This is something, it's obviously inevitable, right? As different people are in power, different changes are going to happen, and that's something we have no control over. The important thing is to have a group of people around you who you trust to guide you in the right direction, regardless of what changes there are coming out of Washington. I think the best course of action is for people to remember to not panic. Just because something changes doesn't mean that it's going to completely change effect or wipe out whatever plan you already have in place. We at my company, at Dawn's company, I know we believe in small changes that in the end add up in the aggregate to be very effective. So anything coming out of Washington, while important and can certainly make changes, it doesn't mean that you always have to be fearful or think the worst. And the, there's a lot of fear mongering that goes on. But as I said, it's very important that you trust the advisors around you to have your best interest at heart and to take those newly whether it's past laws or any sort of regulation to take those into account when either changing or putting a plan into place for you. Yeah, one example is the Secure Act 2.0 is slowly increasing the RMD ages up to 75 over a 10-year period. So that actually most people are happy with that. A lot of people don't want to take their RMDs, Dave, the required minimum distributions out of their qualified accounts or IRAs. So the government is actually kind of thrown us a little bone rare i know and mm. don't get me started but <laughs> uh, so there are things that help help you but your advisor will also be uh, paramount in making sure you understand what those changes mean to you so make sure you're asking the right questions with your advisor speaking of retirement education when we get it on this show every week the great thing is when you meet with logan and the team it's personal it's more specific it's about you it's a one-on-one and this can be extremely enlightening here's a chance to schedule that and the great thing is this is at absolutely no obligation and no cost and we are opening the phone lines for all those who call in the next 30 minutes, we are offering that no cost, no obligation consultation. This will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial review. First, we're going to take a look at your statements and help you figure out what it's costing you to work with your current planner advisor, and that can be eye-opening. We will take a look at your asset allocation. Does it match your risk tolerance? Has that been recalibrated in a while? We will do a deep dive on Social Security and help you figure out when it might be best to start taking those benefits. And if you're already taking those benefits, we'll help you figure out just what to do with them. And finally, we'll create a customized lifetime income strategy using techniques that could turbocharge your retirement income. In short, we're going to take the guesswork out of retirement planning for you. So for all those who call in the next 30 minutes, no cost, no obligation, comprehensive review that we are offering to you. It's the best thing you'll do for your family and your future today. Katie and Anthony are standing by. Just talk to them about a good time for you to meet uh, 800-874-8380, 800-874-8380. This is a great initial uh, consultation or second opinion for retirees and pre-retirees, 800-874-8380, 800-874-8380. Logan, what's up after the break? Retirement accounts and dividend stocks are a great pairing. When we come back, we'll highlight three reasons why holding dividend stocks in your 401k or IRA could be a strategy built just for you. Cover your assets with Logan Marcus. Logan Marcus is managing partner at the firm Alpha Omega Wealth. Lots to learn at the website, including hearing the, hearing the podcast. And you can scroll through the whole menu at alphaowealth.com. That's alphaowealth.com. I'm Dave Perkins. Also joining in, Don Spini is president and chief investment officer with Sun Valley Wealth. So we've got a wealth of wisdom here on the show. And we're going to talk about what could make just a lovely couple. Uh, dividend stocks and um, your retirement accounts. We could we could play a matchmaker here. We said could. So let's open with how this pairing could work. How could dividend stocks and your retirement accounts possibly work together concerning taxes? Well, first of all, what, what we love about all 
qualified accounts, 401ks, IRAs, Roth, is they're uh, tax-deferred earnings no matter what. So that means that um, you get to, on your 401k or your traditional IRA, you get to put money in there pre-tax, and that lowers your taxable liability, but also lets this money do what's called triple compounding. So the growth plus the principal plus the fact you're not paying taxes on it every year like you would if you had a just a, a bond fund or just a regular bond fund or a regular money market or CD, those tax-deferred uh, uh, savings become compounding as well. So if you hold dividend stocks in your taxable account, you probably owe 15 or 20% of your dividend income to the IRS each year. you got to pay those taxes in the year they earn. But in your retirement account, as I said, you can leave those funds invested. You can roll them, and the more money you have invested, the faster your balance can grow through compounded interest. There you go. That's how they could make a, a good couple. Okay, so in looking at dividend stocks, I mean, what does it mean if, if they're what is how how are they passive retirement income? Well, I, the best way to look at that passive income is if you're not working to get it. So if it's sitting over there, just coming at you. So you've got your stock portfolio that Logan or team set up for you with the dividend accounts. Um, that the money is just coming to you without you really having to work very hard for it. So when you get paid a dividend, uh, basically it comes off the top of the stock. So it's, it's a great thing. What I like about dividends is if I want to like make some money in the stock market just without dividends, I've got to sell my stock, lose my share in that company, and then get the money, right? I may have made a profit, but I have to share my ownership in that company by selling the stock. Mm -hmm. With a dividend, I maintain my shares of that company. I maintain my shares, and then I and they pay me a dividend off the top. So the dividend comes off the stock price, but I haven't lost my shares. So I love dividends from that perspective. So it's passive. I don't have to think about it. Now, a couple things about dividends. You know, they're at the whim of the board of directors. They're typically paid quarterly. You know, for you to really earn a living off dividends, it takes a lot of money and a lot of stock, but it can be another income stream. What we like to talk about here at um, Alpha Omega or Sun Valley Wealth is you want to have multiple streams of income in retirement. And the more passive, the better for you. And a lot of those streams can be, you know, have have protections and modes so that you can't run out of money. All those type of things are included. But you got to think about the most important thing in retirement is what is my income? What is my principal protection strategy? And what is my long-term care strategy? Those three things solved uh, fairly easily with us will give you comfort in knowing that you've got a nice retirement. Well, the, the other part of it, too, is the more cash you can generate as a retiree or prior to retiring, the less you'll have to be reliant on those dividends or selling shares to which you end up giving up those positions. So you don't want to do things that have to shorten the lifespan of your nest egg or shorten the amount of time and ability that each of those accounts has to grow if those are invested in the market. So any other income that you can have that would avoid that is going to be ideal. And that's what Don and his team do at Sun Valley Wealth is the income plan part of it. So it can be really seamless and sort of just kind of set it and forget it, which is the main goal. Dividend stocks, that's where we're looking at it, may or may not be good for you. And we talked about matchmaking. Uh, they are, they're going to take a fiduciary approach in looking at what strategies best match your needs in retirement when you schedule with Logan and the team. 800-874-8380. 800-874-8380 to schedule. And I guess if you look at the history, maybe you could feel a little bit better about how dividend stocks could factor inflation. Well, uh, yes. Here's what's so hard, Dave. When people try to go into retirement and create income and they, they get real tight and they look at these like real safe strategies like a fixed annuity or a money market or something just, you know, that yields uh, three or 4% of treasuries, which again, there's a place for all of these vehicles in uh, accounts. But the best way to really, um, get ahead in life, even with your passive income sources, is to have certain engines attached to them so you can at least have a chance to outpace inflation. You know, the index strategy, that's one of our specialties, that has a chance to outpace inflation because they've got stock market engines built into them. They've got protections as well. But, you know, dividends are a way to, uh, uh, along with other sources, to help outpace inflation. I, and I'm not I, I'm not calculating this in my head. I've got a little cheat sheet here, Dave. But uh, in 10 years, a moderate 2% inflation rate increases the cost of $100 worth of stuff to $121. 
So that's a 21.9% increase in cost of goods over a 10-year period. If you have a fixed income of 3 or 4 or 5% with bonds or fixed annuities or money markets or CDs, um, you know, you're going to lose spending power and spending ability. And we're only talking about a 10-year period. What about a 40-year period? Mm. A lot of folks are going to be retired for 40 or 50 years. So you have to have a chance to outpace inflation, and your advisor needs to give you strategies to help outpace inflation. You get, remember, you can still protect your principal. There's strategies out there. So you know, when we build a balanced portfolio of income and growth, we've got our stock market accounts, we've got our indexed accounts, we might have some bonds, we've got some dividends. All those things work together to help protect your principal and give you the best chance to outpace inflation with your income. What is a, a dividend aristocrat? When I hear that, I think it, it has to have like a um, ascot and a monocle. What What is a dividend aristocrat? <laughs> I mean, that's what it comes uh, to my mind, at least. <laughs> well, a dividend aristocrat is pretty much a rich person who's living off their dividends, which is not us, right? So that's that's not most of us, okay? So, um, and by the way, you know, you got, you know, 250,000 shares of ExxonMobil. Yeah, you probably could earn a little bit of a living off that. Um, but, uh, you know, the company must have raised its dividends the, to be part of that. Uh, the real term of aristocrat, uh, dividend aristocrat, excuse me, uh, to earn that title is, is about the company. They must have raised its dividend consistently for at least the past 25 years. So that's what the real term means. But to me, it's always aristocrats or rich people living off their stock market balance. <laughs> I got the guy, the Monopoly guy. Right. You know, you're right, Dave, with the monocle and the top hat. So, But, it, but I think I yeah, mentioned him before. It's hard to do that. He doesn't yes, have a company. monocle. That's the Mandela effect. <laughs> people think he does. Oh. Yeah. Oh, wow. Good point. So dividend so, yeah, aristocrat so it's, it's is actually, uh, that's something that they can, they achieve over time with a, a good record, I guess you could say. So basically, I mean, they do, they can make a good pair. Uh, dividend, uh, dividend stocks meet retirement accounts, or I'd like to introduce you to retirement accounts. Well, what do they look like? Well, they have a great personality. They can work well <laughs> together, but again, you match people with their needs Sounds like the uh, you know the uh, young kids at school plays well with others, right? So that's what the uh, the title is here. So, right. well, they're a dynamic duo, or they could be. How many people do you work with that actually use dividend stocks a lot as part of an income stream? Um, well, you know, in accidentally, it seems like a lot of people that come in with their portfolios that we analyze will have dividend stocks in there. Again, mostly accidentally. So again, most of the clients that come in have got these model portfolios from large chain advisory firms that pretty much put them in either ETFs or mutual funds anyway. So they're not really focused on that. Yes, they're, they may be called a dividend account, a, a dividend fund or a bond fund or things like that, but they're typically just funds. And so, you know, what, what we try to do over uh, what Logan's team tries to do at Alpha Mega is build personalized portfolios using uh, actual dividend stocks, so not so much fun. So they have a little bit different philosophy, a little more customized approach to that. Um, but uh, again, dividend stocks are, are great. Dividend stocks are one way to create passive income. It's just very, I want to stress, for most of us, most of the people that are our clients, people we talk to, to create a, a huge income stream with dividends takes a lot of money. But again, we don't we don't say don't do it, but let's have other income sources coming at you as well. Well, you have to have other income sources in your retirement. Uh, we talked earlier about maximizing Social Security, but certainly that is just one stream of income in your retirement. What is best for you? That is what will be discussed as they learn more about you, and that can happen even in that initial consultation, which you can schedule right now. We'll open the phones for another opportunity at no cost and no obligation. And we're going to open those phone lines for the next 30 minutes. And for all those who call, we are offering that no cost, no obligation, comprehensive financial review. And that will indicate if you are in need of a full blown financial plan. First, we're going to take a look at your statements and help you figure out what it costs to work with your current planner advisor. And that can be eye opening. We'll take a look at your asset allocations and see if it matches your risk tolerance. Has that been recalibrated in a while? We will do a deep dive on Social Security and help you figure out when it might be best to start taking those benefits. And if you're already taking those benefits, just what should you do with them? And finally, we'll create a customized lifetime income strategy using techniques that could turbocharge your retirement income. In short, we're going to take the guesswork out of financial planning for you. So for all those who call in the next 30 minutes, no cost, no obligation, comprehensive review that we are offering to you. 
I promise you it'll be the best thing you do to get your retirement planning started today. And if you're already deep in retirement, it can't hurt to get a second opinion. Give us a call. Katie and Anthony are standing by. 800-874-8380, 800-874-8380 to schedule, uh, get to know Logan and the team, let them get to know you and, and not only you and the assets that you bring, but how do you see your retirement? We're actually going to touch on that a little bit more in the next segment, but how do you want to live in your retirement? When do you want to retire? A lot of information they need to get. So if you do go forward with them, well, that's a head start. Uh, you've got a, a good head start on that process of building your retirement plan. Again, it's 800-874-8380, 800-874-8380 to schedule. Logan, what are, are we exactly getting into in the next segment? Well, with all that's going on in the world, having a solid retirement and income plan is critical. When we come back, we'll outline several steps to help make sure your plan is ready for whatever the market, the economy, and inflation can throw at you. Logan Marcus, attorney, investment advisor, representative, managing partner at Alpha Omega Wealth and helping people in the Valley, helping people in Tucson with her area of, of specialty. And that is retirement planning and for the team at Alpha Omega Wealth. You know, when you meet with them and you, we talk about the opportunities to schedule with Logan and the team and the, how they open their schedule to make that available each week at no cost, no obligation. Uh, this is kind of a look at what it's like in the sense of the information that really Logan and the team need to know about you to better help you if you go forward with them. And we're going to look at some of the things, some of the ways we can make that retirement plan come jump out of the page and come to life when you do launch your retirement. And speaking of that, let's open with some helpful information Logan will need, and that is when are you going to retire? What is your targeted retirement date? What's your time horizon? This is another one of those things, very personal, and there's no right or wrong answer to this. This number is going to depend on what you have available to you to live the life that you want to live in retirement. And that is something that can change and do a complete 180 degree change once our clients come to see us. And that's because we have a way of compartmentalizing, putting things together and giving money a job. And we talk about this every week that money needs a job or it gets lazy and underperforms. So once we kind of get our cadets in order and give them their marching orders and they have their jobs, so that being your accounts, your retirement accounts, your accounts that are invested in the market, or just even your bank account, that kind of helps people to figure out what their time horizon looks like based on what they want to do. Now, it's going to matter. Do you want to fully retire? Do you want to partially retire? Do you have a spouse? Is your spouse still working? Is your spouse going to retire? And so the longer time between now and when you retire, you'll have a little bit more time to plan. But honestly, if you're in retirement, that doesn't preclude you from A, using our services, and B, having us take a look at what you're doing. And maybe we can figure out, as we talked about earlier, some slight changes that might be able to make things a little bit easier. So when we talk about inflation, and I know so many people are worried about inflation eroding their nest eggs, and that is a valid concern. But really, the best way to combat that is to plan, to have a plan in place that won't be bulletproof, right? We can never promise that or guarantee anything. That would be disingenuous. But what we can do is put a plan in place that you can pivot and it won't be destructible just because things outside of your control change. So when we look at time horizon, these are things that may change. Your time horizon could be, we have people that come in and say, I want to retire at the end of this year. We talk things through, we put a plan together where it may look like it may be better to work a few more years. Or conversely, we have people that come in and say, I want to retire in 10 years. And once we've kind of looked at things, they see it might be able, they might be able to retire in two years. So it just depends. But the important thing to note is that the time horizon is fluid and it can change. It's not necessarily something that has to be just, you know, something that you do plan around. But it's something that we tell people we like to reverse engineer once they give us a time frame to make it fit their schedule. 
Going through questions you'll hear when you meet with Logan and the team at Alpha O. And keep in mind, you don't have to have the textbook answers to these questions. They're just good conversation starters and and gathering the information that they'll need if you if you do say, okay, let's let's get this plan together. This one you'll no doubt hear. What will your spending requirements be in retirement? Well, this is again, Logan really addressed this uh, in the first segment too. So you've got to have realistic expectations, but. Um, some people think that they'll only spend 70, 80% of what they spent previously. So that, that's unrealistic, as Logan mentioned, especially if, if the mortgage has not been paid off or if you have unforeseen medical expenses, which you will, you could end up spending a lot more. So you have to know uh, and have realistic expectations as to what your spending requirements are going to be. And we want to satisfy the minimum. So, you know, part of our job and when we build plans for income or Logan's team builds plans for income, we use the most conservative estimates. So we know what the what what most likely would be the worst case scenario. And when you know that and you still feel like you're going to be okay, that, that makes you uh, comfortable moving ahead in your retirement. But we want to know what the worst case scenario is going to be. Now, rarely is that going to happen, right? So when we build these plans with ultra conservative numbers, we don't really expect that. Nobody really believes that the markets will crash for the rest of our lives and those type of things. Even though we may build a plan that, that puts that into a, a consideration, that's not what's going to happen. But you want to know, um, you you as a as a future retiree or current retiree, you want to know what the worst case scenario is for you. So don't stick your head in the sand. Get a plan. I made a little rhyme there, Dave. Don't stick your head in the sand. I get like a plan. It. Alpha O. Get a plan. Anyway. <laughs> Get a plan from Logan. <laughs> I like that. You're rhyming today. 800-874-8380. 800-874-8380. Don's got his rhymes. Now, they will have questions for you. And, of course, they're going to answer your questions. They welcome those. But these questions help them gather more and learn more about you, I should say. Like this one. What after-tax rate of return do you need? Oh, well, that's a very good question. So that's important because people, you know, you always hear the term take-home pay. What's my take-home pay? Right. Um, you, that's a really good question. See, one thing that typically does happen when people retire from work is their tax bracket might decrease. You're probably not making, most people, again, might not be making the same amount of money. Your, your tax bracket may drop. But, again, what is most important to you is my my actual take-home pay, my after-tax rate. That's what needs to be in, taken into consideration, especially when we build income plans for people or Logan's team builds income plans for people. Uh, you want to consider that tax rate. You want to con- then also in their tax strategies, like Roths, like um, Index Universal Life Plans, like dividend accounts and bonds and things like that, uh, tax-free municipal bonds. So a lot of those things are taken into consideration. We, we are like you. We don't like to pay more taxes than we need to. We're, we're, you know, we're on your side. We're an advocate. We build these plans. So how do we mitigate the taxable liability? A lot can be done to do that inside your investment portfolios. Now, this is a big one. What is your risk tolerance? And I know you also look at their risk exposure and what needs have to be met. This is something that's going to fluctuate throughout your life. And on no two given years is it likely going to be the same, which is why when we talk about what we're offering in this no cost, no obligation consultation, we talk about the risk tolerance because we have found in many cases, so many people that come to us, they haven't had their asset allocation assessed in a while, which is a problem. Whenever you have a change in life, a new grandchild, new house, um, you're changing jobs, whatever it is, your asset allocation may need to reflect a change in your risk tolerance. Your risk tolerance is basically how much you can tolerate, what, how much you're willing to lose in the market or how much you're willing to be exposed. And there's no right or wrong answer. And as you go throughout life, that may change. And one of the things that we look at is your age, of course, because as you get older, it's not that we think you should be invested less or more in any different asset. It's that your time horizon to recoup any losses may be less. And so we want to try to avoid that as much as we can. But the other thing that we look at is what are your goals? What are you trying to accomplish with the assets that we're talking about? And so as you get older, you may have more that we're looking at investing 
And that may require more diversification. The diversification is important because that's what allows you to not have all your eggs in one basket. Now, people come to us, we talk about this a lot, and they say, well, I'm invested in, you know, 25 stocks and they're all, you know, they're in the IT sector, whatever it is. That doesn't mean you're diversified. Mm -hmm. Diversification would mean that you have different asset types that won't necessarily always be up or down at the same time. There's a lot of variation in there and a lot of variables, but the important thing is that your risk tolerance needs to be recalibrated, reassessed from time to time. And certainly anytime there's a large purchase or in a life-changing event. And these aren't all the questions. We're covering five here, and we've got about 90 seconds to get in this last one, and that is, what are your estate planning goals? This is also very important because everybody has an estate, Dave. So everybody thinks an estate is for wealthy people. Well, everybody has an estate. If you own things, right? If you own anything, <laughs> right? So um, your estate plan is important. And, and, and also... How you're invested is going to be important as it relates to your estate plan. If your plan is to spend all your money and, you know, have your last check bounce, that's a different estate plan than if you want to leave something to your kids or grandkids or, you know, leave an inheritance to somebody. So uh, even though you may have a super conservative risk tolerance, we talked about that in the previous question. Um the fact that you, this money may not be set aside for you. You, you, you don't need this money. You've got plenty of income. You've got plenty of assets. We may establish a market account that is a little more aggressive because that money is for the grandkids, and they've got a long time horizon. So your estate planning goals are important to how to set up a portfolio. And that's important because when people come in, again, I hate to keep saying this is what we've seen so much. There's so much laziness going on in the industry, the investment advisor industry. These people are coming in regardless of age in the exact same portfolios. And those portfolios haven't had a reallocation. They haven't been looked at in a long time. They just keep letting it ride. And I get the last couple of years have been tough in the market, but uh, let it ride and you're in the same boat as everybody else is not a strategy. So, you know, there are things you can do, especially if you have a qualified account. You can reallocate those qualified accounts without any tax implications uh, at any time. So uh, what is your estate planning goals? That's an important thing to know. And you just don't need 60% stocks and 40% bonds like the, the, the traditional blanket template uh, portfolio that's out there. Things need to be looked at specifically. That's what I love about what Logan and her team does. Logan and Bert and the folks at Alpha O, they customize these programs to fit your estate planning goals. But also they help you understand what is your estate planning goal. Sometimes it's hard to articulate. So let them help you articulate what it means to have, have a plan for your estate. And how do they customize? That's in better learning you and your dreams of your retirement, what you do bring to the table. That comes with that initial consultation, which you can schedule now at no cost, no obligation. That's right, Dave. And we are opening the phone line. So for all those who call in the next 30 minutes, we are offering that no cost, no obligation, comprehensive financial review. That's going to indicate for us if you are in need of a full-blown financial plan. There is no cost, as Dave said, for us to Start with a phone call, sit down in our office, go through where you are and where you want to be. First, we're going to look at your statements and help you figure out what it's costing you to work with your current planner advisor. We will also assess your asset allocation. As I just said a moment ago, does it match your risk tolerance? Has that been looked at in a while? We will do a deep dive on Social Security and help you figure out when it might be most advantageous to start electing those benefits. And if you already are taking those benefits, we'll help you figure out just what to do with them. And finally, we'll create a customized lifetime income strategy using techniques that could turbocharge your retirement income. In short, we're going to take the guesswork out of retirement planning for you. So for all those who call in the next 30 minutes, no cost, no obligation, comprehensive review that we are offering to you. We're going to start with a phone call to get to know you. Give us a call. There is literally no downside to picking up the phone and starting to get yourself on the path towards the retirement you deserve today. And it's 800-874-8380, 800-874-8380 to schedule this for you. It's going to be about you. 800-874-8380. Logan, what's up next? We have our favorite segment, Dave. This is when we answer our loyal listeners' questions. And I want to tell everybody, if you have questions to send in, you can do so at alphaowealth.com.
Q&A with Logan Marcus. It is Cover Your Assets, our weekly get-together with Logan from Alpha Omega Wealth. She is managing partner. She is investment advisor representative and uh, two fiduciaries for the price of one with Logan because she is also a, she's an attorney. Uh, not practicing now because she lives in the universe of retirement planning, but that makes Logan a double fiduciary. Don Spini is president and chief investment officer with Sun Valley Wealth. Joining in on the show today and questions, you mentioned this, Logan. How do you get a question into this show to be answered on the air? That's easy. That's just at alphaowealth.com. That's the website, alphaowealth.com. We always ask if you'll just throw in your town, too, so we know where you're listening. Jasper in Glendale. I'm 67 and inheriting approximately 47000 from the sale of my deceased mother's home. Should I invest all of it or invest half and use the other half to pay off the balance of my mortgage, which is approximately 25000 at 4.5% interest? Well, thank you for writing in, Jasper. Uh, sorry to hear about your mother's passing. Um, you know, this is a question that's going to depend on what your other assets are, right? So... Uh, we have people that come to us and their first order of business is paying off their mortgage. And sometimes that might be the right thing to do. Sometimes it might not be. The way that we look at a mortgage is you're basically moving money from one asset to the next, right? So when you pay your mortgage, you are just putting more money into the equity you have in your home, right? So people look at it as paying the bank. That's not correct. So you want to think of it as when you make a payment, you're putting more equity into your home on the back end. And listen, I understand. I'm one of those people. If I have any debt or any bills, I want to pay it off completely. There's something to be said for that accomplishment you feel when there's a zero balance, especially on a mortgage, because that means you own the home outright, which, by the way, is an amazing feeling. So we're going to need a little bit more information because it's not always the best thing to do to pay off a mortgage. It's considered good debt. It helps you to offset your expenses with your taxes. And so there may be some other, maybe some other ways that we talk about investing this 47,000, but it may be to allocate some to your mortgage. So give us a call because there are just a few pieces of information we're going to need a little bit more specific to you to really be able to answer that. Yeah, do that. Uh, That goes back to our last segment, how they need to learn more from you. 800-874-8380. 800-874-8380. Here's Archie in Bisbee. I'm 71 and I'm on Medicare. Now, I do not have a health savings account. My wife is 63, obviously not on Medicare, but she has an HSA where she contributes $3,650 per year. Now, if she were to contribute $7,300 for the family, can I draw upon that for my medical expenses? Uh, yes, you can, Archie. So, yes, yeah, so a family, the family contribution for the HSA, HSA is just for that. It's for the whole family. So um, I'm glad she's doing that. Remember, the HSA doesn't expire. Um, it's always tax uh, free when you use it for health care expenses and not just for going to the doctor. It can be used for a lot of things at the pharmacy, for appliances you may need, for wheelchairs, for walkers and things like that. So it's a great vehicle. And even if you uh, decide not to use it for um, health care expenses, which you probably will need it, so don't just go out there willy-nilly, if you are over 65, you can use an HSA like an IRA where you just have to pay income tax on it if you don't use it for health care expenses. So I'm glad she's maxing that out, but it's a great vehicle. Keep maxing out and use it for your health care non-reimbursed expenses. Marjorie is a younger listener uh, in Queen Creek, and I'm. she's saying, I'm looking to open an investment account for a parent who is 55 years old with no retirement savings. With a limited time to invest and save, what solution would optimize their investment? Marjorie, this is a great question, and I would say that your parent who is 55 years old still has quite a bit of time, right? So it's, as I say, the best time to start was yesterday. The second best time to start is today. So we're not in the red zone necessarily yet, even if your parent wants to retire in 10 years, there's still time for us to put a plan together and figure out what that retirement looks like. We're going to need a lot more information here. So is your parent working? Do they have income coming in? What sort of assets will they be drawing from? Is there a spouse? Will we be looking at social security? Is there a spouse with an age difference? Will that spouse be taking social security first? So before we can kind of 
give advice in a, a, a generalized way. We need a little bit more information, but rest assured there's plenty of time to start putting a plan in place and to start investing in a way that's going to have profits that your parent will be able to realize by the time that they do retire. And when I mean profits, I mean growth of accounts or at least them be able to build up accounts. So mm -hmm. if that's an IRA or a Roth, they'll have that time to be able to to con make those contributions and see them grow within enough time for it to matter. But give us a call because we do need a little bit more information so we can give you specific advice that's going to benefit your parent. Yeah, and you can come in on this appointment with your parent, 800-874-8380, 800-874-8380. Jane is in Tempe. Can I buy ETFs for my Roth IRA? Yes. Next question, please. Okay. Oh, she wants there some elaboration. Okay. Well, but she may. Uh, no, Jane. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Jane, you can buy ETFs, mutual funds, individual stocks, individual bonds, anything pretty much you can put in any investment can go into a Roth. So they don't limit the type of investments necessary as long as they're mainstream stock market type stuff, certain insurance vehicles as well. So yeah, absolutely. Um, how much, what are you using it for? Why are you looking at ETFs? Those are the questions you want to ask. So make sure you uh, get a hold of Logan and her team and let's see why you want to buy ETFs specifically. Are you trying to reduce the fees you pay in mutual funds, which is smart? Um, yeah, so let, let us know why you want to do that and what's the purpose and how old are you and what are your goals. And Stu is in Scottsdale. My wife has been retired from the workforce for eight years, and the two of us have approximately 750000 in assets, no debt. Uh, now, our, our combined Social Security benefits today would be more than adequate to sustain our current lifestyle. Is there any point in waiting an additional three years to retire at full retirement age if I can comfortably live off Social Security benefits now? You know what, Stu, that's a great question. And this, again, it's going to depend on what you want to do in retirement. So congratulations. That's great that your Social Security benefits today are more than adequate to sustain sustain your current lifestyle. You are in a great position. Um, what we look at when we do that deep dive we talk about is what's the benefit going to be if you're both taking it at the same time? And I assume that your looking at social security, ssa.gov and looking at your projected amounts. So has your wife already started taking her benefits? Are we talking about your benefits? Sometimes it, it, it does behoove a couple for one person to wait to always maximize. But listen, if you have enough and you're happy, we're not going to say wait it out just to get more. There's got to be a reason why you'd be doing that. And so what we need to figure out is what is your goal? What are you looking to do? What other assets do you have? That's fantastic that Social Security alone is going to fund your lifestyle. You're really in a great position. So I'll say that period, end of story. But let's kind of look at what might be the benefits for waiting and what might not be the benefits for waiting, depending on what your point B is. So you've got $750,000 sitting over here. You both have Social Security eligible. Um, yeah, so that's what Logan's income plan will do. So she's going to look at multiple scenarios of you starting Social Security, you and your wife at different times, putting maybe some of that $750,000 into play to create some more income, and then show you what, how to maximize your Social Security and your assets. Because And because you can live comfortably on Social Security, maybe you want a little bit more money to have a little bit more fun too. So, you know, let us take a look at that. Let Logan's team take a look at that. But that's the benefit of the income planning process that her team does. It shows you graphically over the next 20, 30, 40 years what's going to happen to your income in different scenarios with Social Security and income from other sources. So if we could take a little of that 750, put that into play as an income stream as well and wait on one of your Social Securities, but you maximize more. That's what you want to look at. It's it's math that has an answer and a solution, but you need it drawn out for you by a professional. And that's what she will do. And also, just, just to tag on to that, one of the things that we talk about, it's not always fun to talk about, but what is your health like? Mm -hmm. What is the longevity in your family like, right? That's not always an indicator, of course, of, of, of what your life is going to be like. But some people, they know that their health is not the best. And so they might want to take it sooner rather than later because they're not sure what's going to happen. And they know that they're going to have increased health costs coming up, whether it's chronic 
medicine, chronic needs, dialysis, chemo, things like that. So there are external factors that play into it that have to do with your health as well. And again, not the most fun thing to talk about, but it's definitely pertinent. And we're going to make sure that you have the most comprehensive review so that you nothing's left on the table and you don't have unanswered questions. And when it comes to Social Security and when you should be taking it, you want to make sure you exhaust all those questions because as we talked about before, although you get one oopsie, you don't want to go in thinking about electing it with the thought of, oh, I can always give this back if I need to. Lot to consider with Social Security, and that is just one, one moving part of retirement planning today. Bring your questions to Logan and Bird and the team, and uh, when you schedule, they'll be happy to answer those. As we mentioned earlier, they'll have some for you, too, to better learn you. You can schedule now at no cost, no obligation. For all those who call in the next 30 minutes, we are offering a no cost, no obligation, comprehensive review. And this is going to indicate for us if you are in need of a full blown financial plan. The best thing, as Dave said, there's no cost. So there's literally no downside to picking up the phone and meeting with one of our advisors. First, we're going to take a look at your statements and help you figure out what it's costing you to work with your current plan or advisor. And that can be eye opening. We will take a look at your asset allocation. Does it match your risk tolerance? As we just talked about, it's important that that gets recalibrated every so often, certainly every few years, if not sooner. We'll do a deep dive on Social Security and help you figure out when it might be best to start taking those benefits. And if you're already taking those benefits, we'll help you figure out just what you should do with them. And finally, we will put together a customized lifetime income strategy that could turbocharge your retirement income. And what we're going to do is put all of that together and help you figure out just what your point B is from your point A. So for all those who call in the next 30 minutes, no cost, no obligation, comprehensive review. We will start with a phone call, get to know you better. Give us a call. Katie and Anthony are standing by. I promise it'll be the best thing you do for your family and your legacy today. A great move today. Good day to start. 800-874-8380. 800-874-8380. Yeah, they will get to know you. And that if you think of it, if you go forward with Logan and the team, they're drawing out your retirement roadmap. Not only gets you there, but keeps you there, keeps you on track. And the number again to schedule, 800-874-8380. It's a comprehensive review. It's at absolutely no obligation and no cost. So come in, schedule. 800-874-8380. That's how you do it. 800-874-8380. As always, we really appreciate you joining us and hope you are back next week with Logan Marcus and Cover Your Assets. Securities and advisory services offered through Cataract Grant & Company Incorporated, a registered broker-dealer and registered investment advisor, member FINRA SIPC. Alpha Omega Wealth LLC is a separate entity from Cataract Grant & Company Incorporated. During the show, Logan Marcus provides general information, not individually targeted personalized advice, and is not liable for the usage of information discussed. Exposure to ideas and products or services should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. Guarantees are based on the claims paying ability of the underlying issuer. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory services. Don Spini is an investment advisor representative offering investment advisory services through Sun Valley Wealth, Carteret Grant & Company Incorporated, and Sun Valley Wealth are not affiliated.